Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Scream. I'm Viola. In today's episode, we're going to talk about movies that are related to issues at a family. It might be problems happen during adolescence or dilemmas that wives encounter. Both new movies we're going to talk about today are from Asia. In Top 007, I'm going to talk about another Asian movie, and last but not least. A trending film that I like very much myself. Without further ado, let's listen to the first new movie we're going to talk about today. Dust of Angel. Aguo and Adoa are teenage boys living in an industrial town in Taiwan. When they are not in school, they generally hang out with their buddy Xiao Gao, a very stylish and charismatic younger gangster who enjoys their company and support. When one of Xiao Gao's gangland patrons is gunned down, the trio set out to revenge the killing. As a result, the two teens are forced into hiding. One boy tells his dad he wants to go to America, which nearly kills the old man. The other just lays low. When things cool down a bit, they head on top to Taipei, looking for their gangster friends and sampling the greedy pleasures of the capital city's underworld and nightlife. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a Taiwanese movie, and actually, it's not a new movie. It's a classic re-release, and actually, it's my birth year movie. It was released in 1992. Oh, I just revealed my age, but I think it's okay because it totally revealed the life of gangsters back then. It's produced by award-winning director Hou Xiaoxian, directed by director Xu Xiaoming. And the song, the theme song, was written by Wu Fei, a very famous singer in Taiwan. You can tell from the director to the singer, everything is so Taiwanese. And the movie basically depicts how boring Taiwanese teenagers' lives are. It was selected into director's fortnight at Cannes Film Festival back then, and it was the very first Taiwanese movie. That served as the closing film at Cannes Film Festival. Some people may say gangster movies. We also have some new gangster movies in Taiwan as well. So what's so special about it? I guess people think that's the very true depiction of gangsters' life back in 1992. And just like some other gangster movies in Taiwan back then, Dust of Angels. Also contains some sadness from that generation, and many of the actors are now big stars in Taiwan. When they filmed that movie, many of them used their real name as the nickname of the characters in the movie, so it's very easy for the audience to remember who they are. That's also a characteristic of early Taiwanese movies. I don't really like gangster movies. But my top one of all time is The Godfather, so I'd like to watch this Taiwanese version of a teenage Godfather. Well, I don't think they're Godfather at all because they're just teenagers. But it's probably interesting to look at the lives back in 1990s and know the reason why back then parents are so afraid of kids going out alone. Or just wandering around after school because this is exactly what happens. After talking about problems of kids, 
Now let's talk about some problems of moms. Let's listen to the introduction of the second new movie we're going to talk about today. The Great Indian Kitchen. After marriage, a woman struggles to be the submissive wife that her husband and his family expect her to be. The story follows her journey as she changes herself and, even more so, changes the household. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is an Indian movie. I feel like I haven't talked about Indian movies for a long time, but this is nothing like the happy dancing musical when it comes to Indian movies. This one is like an Indian version of the Korean movie Kim Ji Yong, born 1982. The Great Indian Kitchen talks about the whole process of how a young woman fights back in Indian society. From the process of matchmaking, getting married, and finally stands up for herself. Since the movie talks about Indian temples prohibit women from going inside, and the Supreme Court already says that this violates the law, but a lot of conservative believers still don't like this result, so they want to boycott this movie. However, The audience all gives this movie very good comments. Therefore, Amazon bought the copyright three months after that. In the movie, you're able to see that the wife is always the first one to get up in the whole family to prepare the breakfast for the whole family, and while her husband and her father-in-law are eating, she and her mother-in-law. Would be next to them, serving them, waiting to clean everything. Men leave, and then they can go back to kitchen to eat the leftovers. Sounds very awful, right? And the worst of all is that it's very strange. When men eat outside, they have their etiquette. They know how to behave themselves on the table, but if they're at home, they're like big babies. They drop everything on the table. And something interesting is also discussed in the movie. I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate. There are always some days in a month that women don't need to enter the kitchen. That is when women are experiencing their periods. So in India, some places still see period as an unfortunate existence. So women would be asked to take a bath in the river. Have meals separately from other family members, and they have to sleep on the floor, waiting for their period to end. And afterwards, they will go back to the kitchen. So basically, this movie is about how the protagonist gets her life back in this battle. It really is a battle for a lot of women in many different countries. So if you're interested in Indian movies, Or you'd like to watch a feminist film? This is the choice for you this weekend. Before we move on to top double seven, let's review what we had from last week first. Top three, Lightyear. Top two was Top Gun, Maverick, and top one, Jurassic World, Dominion. Let's see what we have from top seven to top four. Top seven, The Witch, Part Two. 
the other one. 같이 가자, 나랑. Top six, Detective Conan, The Bride of Halloween. Top five, The Black Phone. Daddy, I had a dream about it. What happened in your dream? He was taken. By a man with black balloons. Top four, Life Piece. Hello, Buzz. Hi, I'm Socks, your personal companion robot. We're being pursued by a... Well, we have several new faces on the chart this week. The Witch Part 2, The Other One, Detective Conan, The Bride of Halloween, and The Black Phone, the new movie I introduced last week. Detective Conan, The Bride of Halloween, I've heard many friends who went to see it. This one is really good. So if you are a Conan fan, better not miss it. Even if you're not, if you're like Conan, like me, you can go watch it if you don't have other choices at the theater right now. And today, I'd like to talk about The Witch Part 2, the other one. It sounds like a scary movie, but actually it's a mystery. And a talented new actor was born filming this movie. The protagonist, aka The Witch, was acted by Cynthia. She was selected from 1,408 auditioners, and she showed very powerful and mysterious charisma of the character in the movie. The witch from the first movie, aka the first generation witch, was portrayed by Kim Dami. She's favored by a lot of the audience recently because of a lot of trending Korean dramas. And that also causes some pressure on the new witch. But King Dami also expressed her friendliness as a predecessor. She not only gave Cynthia a lot of encouragement and recommendation, but also treated her on much delicious food, making Cynthia courageous and feel comfort. Besides the leading actress, there is an actor who's also being looked forward to, Lee Jong-sok, because he went to serve at the army, and it has been five years since he last acted in a movie. But the director said that he was always wondering which actor could show the charisma of the character, Jan. Because there's not much explanation about this character, but when he comes out, the audience needs to understand that he has some secrets that he doesn't want people to know through his actions. And since the director cooperates with Lee Jong-sook when he was filming VIP, he thinks that Lee Jong-sook is a very talented actor, even beyond his imagination. So he thinks that the character John needs to be portrayed by him. So either you're a fan of the first movie of The Witch, or you like Lee Jong-suk, even though he's just special performance. You can still watch this movie and it won't let you down. And now let's see what we have from top 3 to top 1. And guess which movie I'm going to talk about today. Top 3, Elvis. Mr. Elvis Presley. Get a haircut, buttercup. Top 2, Jurassic World. Dominion. Genetic power has now been unleashed. We made a terrible mistake. Top one. Top Gun. Maverick. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. 
you are not my first choice. You are here. This is right. Top Gun Maverick is back on the top. I guess even Americans like dinosaurs. They figure out Jurassic World just really isn't good as its previous ones. So Top Gun is back on top one once again, and that's exactly what I want to talk about today. You know, I basically cried almost the whole movie. I wasn't even born when the first Top Gun was released, but I've watched it many times on TV. And if you like Top Gun enough, or not just like it, you've seen it many times that you recognize some of the traits, some of the plots, some of the characters. You will feel so familiar when you watch Top Gun Maverick. Just from the beginning, when the theme song hit, I mean, I got goosebumps literally. And then the opening shot. It pays tribute to the original Top Gun, and when you see Tom Cruise's character Maverick starts put on his jacket, his sunglasses, takes his key for his motorcycle, when he rides on the wrong way, chasing the airplane, everything from the memory of Top Gun is back. It's really nostalgic. And as we know, Maverick serves as the test pilot in Top Gun Maverick. He actually had some opportunities to get promotion, but he declines them all because if he gets promotion, he's not able to fly in the sky once again. So that's the spirit of Top Gun. So being able to see Maverick to fly in the sky once again is really a privilege. I would say privilege for our generation. Not to mention Tom Cruise himself. He literally flies the airplane himself. I mean, not the one when they're shooting the fighting scenes. They're actually sitting in the back seat of professional fighter jet pilots. But still, Tom Cruise does know how to fly a plane. So I wouldn't say Top Gun is the memory from my childhood. Well, I can still say that, even though the movie was released before I was born. I watched it many times when I was a kid, and I'm not a plane fan. I mean, I don't recognize airplanes when I see them, but watching Top Gun really gives you that passion. And the zeal for military. I don't want to serve in the military, but watching this movie really makes you feel that wow, soldiers are so great, especially in the navy or in the air force. I'm not saying that army is not cool, but it is what Top Gun Maverick gives you that kind of feeling. You know, if you've seen Top Gun Maverick, you know what I'm talking about. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the show, and remember to tune in same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.